welcome to the Chinwag with Tufty and Woody. Hello. And now this is going to be the final Chinwag before Christmas. Sad times. That is the plan. <laughs> you sad yeah. about this? Oh, yeah. Heartbroken. Yeah, me too. I my voice is not matching up with my. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so we hope you're all excited for Christmas. Um, we've redecorated the church. I don't know if any of you saw the church last week. The tree was a little bit sad. <laughs> Should we say I was going to use the word wonky, but sad is also... Yeah, it just... I find Christmas lights so stressful on a tree. Mm. Like, I had this vision of Friday being, like, one of the best days ever. I was so hyped to decorate the church, and it was just really stressful. It was a humbling moment when we <laughs> realised that our decorating skills were not quite where we no, wanted them like, to. I, I have the vision, but I just can't um, execute it well. Last, but... The redecoration, mm. I think, has been very successful. So, we'll, yeah. well, I mean, people will have seen the church by the time this podcast gets released. But yeah. here's an incentive to come back to the church. I know. It's <laughs> even prettier than it was beforehand. We cut down a load of holly <laughs> for oh. a few little sprigs. Are we telling people about, uh, Are we not allowed? No, we were doing a public service, weren't we? That's, that's what we're saying, oh, isn't of it? Course. If you're driving up near Russ's house <laughs> and you wonder why some of the bu- holly bushes look a bit wonky, <laughs> then that was probably We're doing it fault. for the cyclists that don't get poked in the eye of course um, yeah what were you up to this week i had something and i've kind of forgotten what that something was what have you done i don't know i've <laughs> prepped talks Susanna. I, i've uh, i had to spam a load of people with emails about oh church about church week. week yeah yeah wonderful so if you received an email from me this week about church week I, i'm sorry there's probably going to be more coming through but it'll be for the greater good hopefully come the church reopening church week will be a wonderful <laughs> tool which you don't sound very optimistic. I, mean, I feel like we're using this to like brainwash people into like accepting church suite. Ah, reverse psychology. Because we would never try and brainwash people and <laughs> speak about the brain. There, we've no, got, exactly. We've exactly, got you guys no. right where we want you. Using our platform wisely. Susanna, have you done something a bit more enjoyable? Yeah, this week? I did actually. So this is also a good tip for all of you. Although I don't want everyone to show up on the same day when I'm going, so it's busy. But it's very hard, as I said before, to find places to meet friends in groups of six outdoors, especially when it's, like, blowing a gale. Um, so the Locksbrook Inn, just along from Lidl, I think it's in Weston. Would it be in Weston? Don't know. Um, it's a really nice pub, um, and they've got an outdoor area with a marquee. So it feels like it's indoors, but it's not. Is it, one can't help but be suspicious that all of these outdoor venues have slowly become inside venues, but the government's anyway. not worrying about that. Yeah, it's your call if you want to go or not. But it's got a Christmas tree and loads of lights and they light little candles on the tables in the evenings. And I think they have a heater they put on. And like we had, um, yeah, like a pudding and drink. And it was really nice. So that's probably a place I'll go to again for, yeah, like one-to-ones and stuff in the future. Mm, I'm hoping to go there with a bunch of people. And originally we were going to have them round the flat and cook them a roast dinner. But it would have been me cooking, so it probably would have been a disaster. So I'm quite grateful that someone else is going to do the cooking on this particular occasion. Oh, so following on from that, we could say, we wanted to make this sort of festive, so what are your favourite parts of Christmas lunch? This is quite possibly one of the hardest questions out there, in my honest opinion. Because <laughs> okay. I, I want to say the pigs and blankets. Like, mm, that, that's I rate a, that. a key component. Yeah. But I'm, my favourite component, and this might be a rogue choice, is possibly the gravy. Because I... It makes or breaks it, doesn't it? Exactly, because so often throughout the year I just have like terrible gravy, which is like, out of a can or something. But mm. this well, is proper gravy. I think when it's gravy. too watery as well. Oh, yes, yeah. exactly. Good. Disgusting. But this is proper thick, made from the turkey fat, and oh, mm. 
it's beautiful. It's like the cement which holds the entire meat. Let your mum make the gravy. Oh, yeah, she does. Does she do it good? Yeah, she does it very, very... If you're listening, mum, I appreciate the gravy. <laughs> does she listen to this? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you never know. Maybe, maybe in the mum's time. Yeah, you never She'll know. rediscover it. Susanna, what's your um, favourite part? Yeah, like, probably... Because I love roast potatoes, but... You have them with any roast. It's not particularly Christmassy. That's true. So probably like nice stuffing or pigs and blankets, I would say. Oh, I forgot about the stuffing. Oh. Like if it's done really well. <laughs> yeah. Essentially any meat is <laughs> the turkey meat is probably the, the best part. <laughs> to be honest, apart from Brussels sprouts, I really like, I love everything. Yeah. Disgusting Brussels sprouts. I have a story. When I was a kid, I actually hid the Brussels sprouts in my sleeve one Christmas morning, <laughs> just to try and get out of it. What, you just like shoveled them yeah, down? Yeah, just cut them in Did there. it work? It, no, it did not work. <laughs> but... Thankfully, from that year onwards, I'm pretty sure I never had Brussels sprouts on the plate again. Yeah, so, worked then. I had a victory in the long run. Do you have, this is a bit of a tangent, but in your stocking, do you get given an orange? No. Do you still get stockings? I do get stockings yeah. are my... I don't get, I think I don't get them present. anymore. I, got, I stopped getting them a few years ago because mum deemed me too old. I think it's uh, ridiculous. Rubbish. I, I intend to have a stocking every day. For the, or every, every day? <laughs> every year for the rest of my Christmas life. Really? Oh, it, it's... Because I'll be honest, I'm not a massive fan of like the presents, which are just unnecessary presents. But when you have a stocking, it's like yeah. nice little, cute yeah, little yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 no, I do. So sorry, them. did you do you have an orange? No, no, no. orange. Uh, chocolate coins. Because I used to always, my dad would try and put an orange in it, it would just go mouldy because I just wouldn't eat it. <laughs> so I was like, Dad, can I have a chocolate orange instead? <laughs> I thought it was a satsumi you were supposed to. Oh put. yeah, no, sorry. In my head, it's the same thing, but it's obviously not. But it's it's orange and it looks like one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, satsumi. Is that a tradition? Maybe it's a tangerine. I don't know. I just remember, isn't it like you get a piece of coal and a satsuma for Christmas? Oh, that's probably where Dad leaves out the coal, which is kind of him. <laughs> <laughs> so, natural segue <laughs> into thought of the day. Of course, I reckon you did that incredibly smoothly there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. People aren't going to realise that. <laughs> but we've had a transition. Do you want to kick us off with your yeah, thought of the day? Yeah, I need to just find it. Um, so... This sort of the day actually comes from my father. Um, he sent me this hymn um, about a month ago, actually, and I really liked it. I don't know if any of you listening have heard it before. I didn't know it. Um, I don't know what it's called, but it's by... Because <laughs> it's just a picture of the hymn book. So when we recommend this to the viewers... <laughs> like... I guess if you Google some of the words, you would find That's it. That's true, that is true. By Joseph Parker. He died in 1902 and he was born Mm. in 1830. Um, And it's all about the future, so quite apt for these times. And I thought I'd just read it because I really liked it. Um, So it says, God holds the key of all unknown, and I am glad. If other hands should hold the key, or if he trusted it to me, I might be sad. What if tomorrow's cares were here without its rest? I'd rather he unlocked the day, and as the hours swing open, say... My will is best. The very dimness of my sight makes me secure. For groping in my misty way, I feel his hand. I hear him say, my help is sure. I cannot read his future plans, but this I know. I have the smiling of his face and all the refuge of his grace while here below. Enough, this covers all my wants, and so I rest. For what I cannot, he can see, and in his care I saved shall be forever blessed. Um, and so, yeah, I really particularly like the idea of the dimness of my sight makes me secure, which often we completely view it the other way around. 
So, like, when you can't see the future, you're like, oh, wow, I feel really, really insecure. But um, he says, because it causes you to grope sort of in the dark, but then you feel his hand and then you feel secure in Christ. So I think that's, um, yeah, a really lovely hymn. So I don't know what the tune is or anything about it, but if anyone wants to look it up or knows about it, then let me know. But, yeah, that's my thought for the day. Maybe we slip Andy a fiver. <laughs> it might be a horrible tune I don't know but great words yeah anyway over to you Adam okay so my thought for the day slash week comes from the book of Ephesians uh, I used Ephesians a few weeks ago because I'm, I'm doing it in my one-to-ones and uh, I'll just read the first six versions of versions <laughs> <laughs> read from six Here's versions the version of Ephesians which I wrote the other the uh, first six verses of chapter three for this reason i paul a prisoner for christ jesus on behalf of you gentiles assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of god's grace that was given to me for you how the mystery was made known to me by revelation as i have written briefly when you read this you can perceive my insight into the mystery of christ which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the spirit This mystery is for the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Now previously in chapter 2, Paul has already established that the barrier between Jews and Gentiles has been broken down, that they've both been reconciled into one body by Christ, and that they've all been built into one temple. And then he kind of goes on on another tangent related to that in the start of chapter 3 and he, he talks about this mystery which in previous times wasn't known but has now been revealed and that mystery being Gentiles you guys are fellow heirs you are part of the body you are one with the Jews and something I've been trying to get into the habit of when I've been reading the Bible now is trying to get into the mindset of the original readers so thinking what would have an Ephesian pleb been thinking as he listened to this letter being read out and it kind of struck me that we almost take for granted that Gentiles are fellow heirs, but we've been reconciled into the people of God. Like we've had two thousand years of church history. We're like, yeah, of course, Gentiles are Christians. We get to know God. But if you go back to when Ephesians was written, sometime after um, Christ's ascension, I'm not going to propose a date. I don't want to start a controversy. But um, it would still have been relatively new business for Gentiles on a large scale were now part of the people of God. And just thinking how amazing and shocking and awesome and wonderful that news was to those original readers of thinking, yes, we actually are one body. You know, we are in the promise we get to share all the benefits we have in inheritance. And it kind of filled me with a new appreciation of just how wonderful Christ's work is on the cross. And yeah, I was excited reading that passage, it made me happy. And hopefully it's been of some benefit to the people reading now. Mm, yeah, that's great. So... Following our thoughts of the day, we come to the recommendations of the week. As this is the final podcast before Christmas, and people might still not have done their Christmas shopping, I know I've got all of my Christmas shopping to do still, (laughs) these recommendations could be very useful. Now, granted, mine's going to be incredibly useless, because I don't think it'd make a very good Christmas present. I don't know if mine would be that useful either. I mean, yours can at least be like purchased and wrapped up and given as a gift. I guess, but you wouldn't watch it after Christmas. That is true. <laughs> anyway. It's a very select time window. Maybe on Christmas Day. Well, t- how about, Susanna, take us through what is your recommendation? Yeah, so my recommendation is the new Grinch film. Well, it's not new. It came out in 2018. Because um, I know there's a Jim Carrey one that I don't know if I've seen, but it just looked really scary. Kind of like a horror film. Is that 
that might be the one where the people have got the really weird hairstyles. Well, it is um, Dr. Seuss. It's set in Whoville, so they all have weird oh. hair. Like Cindy right. Lou, who has the, like... Is that a consistent thing among yeah, the Yeah, that is... Yeah. Like, well, that's pretty useless, <laughs> then, isn't it? <laughs> but, like, because it's... He's, is it a real pet? Well, it's Jim Carrey, isn't it? It's not animated. Yeah, yeah, this is a live action. So it's kind of scary. Right. Whereas this is a really cute cartoon. The Grinch has got a really cute dog in it. And there's like a really fat reindeer. And it's just like a really wholesome watch. <laughs> I just really enjoyed it. And I don't normally... Like, I like Disney cartoons. But I wouldn't normally choose to watch a cartoon. But it was on Netflix and I just thought I'd watch it. And it was just actually way funnier than I thought it was going to be. So I'd really recommend that. And also I'd recommend Miranda. Because they have some great... Um, <laughs> can I recommend Miranda? I think you can recommend Miranda. Because um, they have a Christmas special that I watch every year and I still find it funny. But um, I also watched an episode yesterday which had like a Christmas section. <laughs> so Miranda always brightens my day. Even though, yeah, I've seen them so many times. Um, I just relate to her on a deep level. So mm. I love that. I would never intentionally tune into Miranda. Do you know, have you seen much of I've, it? I've seen it. Fair bit, because it comes on the TV. Yeah. It's an easy watch, yeah. It's an easy, that's a good description, yeah. There's, there's no, it doesn't drive you off the sofa and to do, do something else. Like, no. Yeah, you can appreciate it. Cool. My recommendation. Now, a few weeks ago, Susanna recommended Manhattan. Mm. I'm also going to jump on the food wagon now and recommend there is a food stand just outside McDonald's called LJ Hooks. Is that, what, I've seen that. It has a huge queue. It normally Behind has it normally. a huge queue, yeah, yeah, and I now know why. Because whenever I've gone to KFC in the recent months, I've always walked past a stand thinking, I should try that out at some point. And this week when we were recording, on Monday, I was walking towards KFC, and I was like, you know what, my previous KFCs have been a bit dry, I want something new. So I went to LJ Hugs, and this is where um, Carlos and Mary's son, Dan, works, and I just want to do a shout-out to Dan. <laughs> I, I loved having you serve me on that, on that night. It, yeah, put a smile on my face, mate, so thank you very much <laughs> for that. Uh, anyway, so, back to the food. I get there, and first of all, I order my meal, and then I get told, oh, by the way, we're doing a promotion where you get a free chicken burger with any meal you, you order. So I'm like, I've picked the best day possible <laughs> to come to LJ Hubs for the first time ever. Uh, second of all, because I, I'm an MT and I work in Bath, I got a £1 discount, so it cost me £6.50, which is cheaper than KFC. Uh, third thing, I got lots of food, like really generous portion sizes, 10 out of 10 would recommend and fourth, it tasted really nice. Mm. And because they've got so many different sauces and so many different combinations, I'm going to have to go back and try additional sauces. So that is my recommendation. If you've not been to LJ Hugs before, mm. would recommend. Are they there like in the evening as well? Uh, yeah, I, when I went, it was dark, which granted, it's quite <laughs> early now these days. But I, I think I went past a five or six yeah, okay. and food was available. Great. That's cool. Yes. Okay. Should we wrap it up? We Christmas pun. Christmas pun. Wrap it up. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, we just want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas because this is the last time we'll do a podcast before Christmas. Last time we'll speak to you before Christmas. Yeah, and how we, weird. We're not sure what our podcast schedule will be post-Christmas. We might do one in the week after. We might do yeah. one in January instead. Yeah. But we'll be back, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see if season two of the Chinwag... Will it be season two then, in the new year? It will be season two in the new year. We haven't got many episodes in season one, short seasons. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. But we hope that whether you're, yeah, we hope you're with your loved ones, but I know it's going to be a really different Christmas, but we hope that you still um, get to enjoy celebrating the birth of Jesus, because mm. that's always an incredible thing to celebrate, regardless of how everything else pans out. 
course, amen. And make sure you make the most of this five-day holiday where coronavirus takes yeah. the time off. <laughs> Go wild. Clearly won't be doing anything <laughs> for that period of time. Have a good one, guys. And yeah, we'll yeah. see you in 2021 or 2020. I feel like we should end it with keep <laughs> to Jesus. We probably should. Um, remember, what is it? Face, no. Hands. We still can't get it right. Hand, remember, hands, face, face. Look, to, look Jesus. to Jesus. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Bye. guys. Bye.